Now, quiet, everybody. We're about to go on the air with the new radio station. Eddie, as soon as you hear the time signal, start the opening announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, this station operates on an infrequency of kilocycles with more power to the authority of watts than is authorized by the FCC. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we'll hearken back to the good old days. Even though it's not Halloween, we'll hear about some black cats. We'll ask how some things could happen. Hear about some Annabelles. And we'll harp on some things. One of the several brand new releases on the Rivermont Records label is a CD titled Lucky Day by the Brahmin Bellhops an all-star group of some of New England's best traditional jazz musicians in a program of custom arrangements of hot dance band tunes from the 20s and early 30s. One of the tunes on the CD is Good Old Days, written by Leroy Shield in 1930 and used as the theme song for the Hal Roach, Our Gang, and Little Rascals comedies. Yeah, you know. encourage you to visit rivermontrecords.com where you can hear additional samples from the Brahmin Bellhop CD, which has a fabulous cover by our friend Joe Bosom, by the way, and check out the other brand new releases by Andrew Oliver and Roya Naldi, as well as the entire Rivermont catalog of contemporary and vintage recordings. That's rivermontrecords.com. And as you might have guessed from that introduction, speaking of good old days, for this segment, we're going to go musically back to the so-called good old days, beginning with the International Novelty Orchestra. Thank you. 
when the boys played in harmony. For this good old days segment, I was going to play gems from the passing show of 1914, a medley of tunes including good old levy days. But after listening to it while putting the show together, I decided it was a little too far over the line in terms of offensive lyrics. There aren't as many records out there about the good old days as you might think, so instead of good old levy days, you got a record from December 2nd, 1947. That was the male vocal quartet, The Sportsman, backed by Benny Goodman and his orchestra with Give Me Those Good Old Days. Give Me Those Good Old Days was written by Mel Powell. He was born Melvin Epstein in 1923, but changed his name to Mel Powell shortly before joining Benny Goodman's band as pianist around 1941 for about two years. But he composed music for over 40 years, much of it non-tonal and electronic, and he was also a music educator. Before Give Me Those Good Old Days, we heard from another male vocal quartet, the American Quartet, with Those Good Old Days Back Home. Victor 17972 was waxed February 3, 1916, and the American Quartet consisted of tenors Billy Murray and William Redmond, baritone Steve Porter, and William F. Hooley, bass. James V. Monaco wrote the music, Joseph McCarthy the words, and the orchestra was conducted by Walter B. Rogers. We started off with the International Novelty Orchestra with a medley of recognizable tunes collectively titled Good Old Days. That Victor 78 V. 746 was recorded September 17, 1926. I'm Glenn Robison and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. One of our favorite restaurants is Le Chat Noir in Riverside, California. It's a very small, intimate, upscale French cafe, and once inside the doors, you may as well be on the Boulevard Saint-Germain in Paris. We want to wish Jean-Pierre, Isabelle, and Gerard all the best and hope they're able to weather the current tribulations 
so we can once again enjoy the ambience, hospitality, and magnificent food in their fine restaurant. Le Chat Noir, of course, means the black cat in French, and here are some rapidly rotating records about Le Chat's Noir. Le Chat Noir, chanté par Aristide Trouillon. La lune était sereine, sur le boulevard, je vis poindre ce tête qui me dit cher Oscar. D'où viens-tu, vieille branche Moi, je lui répondis, c'est aujourd'hui dimanche et c'est demain lundi. Je cherche fortune autour du chat noir, au clair de la lune, à mon meurtre. Je cherche fortune autour du chat noir, au clair de la lune, à mon meurtre. C'était moins clair lorsque je rencontrais Mademoiselle Claire à qui je murmurais Comment vas-tu la belle Très bien, et vous merci À propos me dit-elle Que cherchez-vous ici Je cherche fortune autour du chanoir Au clair de la lune à mon meurtre Quand j'aperçus dans l'ombre deux grands yeux qui brillaient, une voix de rogobe me cria Mon Dashka, que vous y prenez, jeune homme, que faites-vous, point rien Je cherche fortune autour du chanoir, au clair de la lune, à mon meurtre. Je cherche fortune
or two When the little black cat walked across my path And I walked right into you Strange I agreed that both you and me Were wandering around that night That a little black cat walked across my path And you walked into my sight Didn't know cats could be so lucky Or girls could be so good I never search for four-leaf clover But keep on touching wood Oh, some say it's fate, some hesitate And put it all down to chance That a little black cat walked across my path And I walked into romance Billy Marin and his commanders with vocalist Ken Crossley telling us all about the little black cat. Crown 108 was recorded December 13, 1935, and that appears to be the only recording of that song. I couldn't even find the first name of the composer, whose surname was Scott. Before that, Tiny Parham and his musicians with Black Cat Moan, a Parham original. Victor 38126 was recorded in Chicago on December 3, 1929. We began that Chat Noir set with O Chat Noir, sung by Aristide Bruant, on easily the oldest record ever played on the show, from 1884. French cabaret singer, comedian, and nightclub owner Aristide Bruant was born in 1851, and you may know him from his likeness in Henri Toulouse-Lautrec's post-impressionist Prince. He's the guy with the red shirt and scarf and black cape and felt hat. Following the death of his father in 1866, he made his way to the Montmartre quarter of Paris, where he developed his musical talents. He began performing at cafe concerts and came up with a singing and comedy act that led to his appearing at Les Chat Noir, considered to be the first modern cabaret. It was opened on November 18, 1881 by the impresario Rodolphe Salis. In 1885, Bruant opened his own club called Les Mirletons, and by 1890, he was performing his routine in clubs across Paris. He became quite influential and wealthy and continued to perform right up until his death in 1925. Back on the May 10th show, I played How Could Red Riding Hood by A.P. Randolph. Well, for this segment, we're going to inquire as to how these other things could happen.
that love is just like apple pie. It's either sweet or tart. You could be the apple of my eye, but you, you, you upset the apple cart. I was looking forward to all those little things you didn't do. How could you, could you, could you break my heart? Just romance got it start. You decided it was time to part. How could you? Oh, oh how could you? Because it was on a night like this. You left me and didn't leave a kiss. How could you? Mm, how could you? You know that love is just like apple pie. It's either sweet or tart. You could be the apple of my eye. Upset the apple cart Now I was looking forward to All the things you didn't do How could you, could you, could you break my So set on it, how could we be wrong? Please tell me how love is so strong. I'd be willing to bet on it, how could we be wrong? Why should it ever die? Darling, you and I are so wonderfully happy today to throw it away now. Life is a song. If we build a duet on it, how could we be
Yes. Where were you going in such a big hurry coming out that apartment house last night? Oh, did you see me? Sure, I seen you. Almost broke my leg and come down ruining the janitor. Oh, yeah. Sure, you did. And who was that man running behind you, Jimmy, trying to catch up with you? Oh, that must have been my friend, Clarence. Well, if it was your friend, Jimmy, why didn't you let him caught up with you? Oh, man, that's my best friend. He must have been trying to catch me. Well, Jimmy, you tell me you go around to his house a lot. I do. I go to see his wife and him all the time. Yes, but what was that shiny thing you had in his right hand waving at your coattail, Jimmy? Oh, I must have left something. And he was trying to give it to me. Yes, if he'd have given you what he was waving at your coattail with, Jimmy, he would have cut your friendship out. Oh, come on, let's play piano. a fun record. James P., Jimmy Johnson, and Clarence Williams asking, How Could I Be Blue? How Could I Be Blue Indeed? Oh, come on, let's play piano. Columbia 14502 was recorded on the last day of January 1930. How Could I Be Blue was written by Dan Wilson and Andy Rizaf, the same team who brought us Mama Stayed Out the Whole Night Long and was preceded by Al Boley with the Ray Noble Orchestra asking How Could We Be Wrong on September 18, 1933. How Could We Be Wrong was written by Cole Porter and is from the musical Nymph Errant, produced in London in 1933, but which didn't make it to the U.S. until 1982. Dolly Don started things off asking simply How Could You? Bluebird 6797, recorded January 27, 1937, credits Dolly Don and her Don Patrol. In fact, George Hall and his Taft Hotel Orchestra. How Could You was written by Al Dubin and Harry Warren and is heard in Humphrey Bogart's first national film, San Quentin, where it's sung by Anne Sheridan. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. 
We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. And it was pointed out to me last week by listener Frank in Spokane, Washington, that if you have an Amazon device, you can simply ask Alexa to play this show. Just say, Alexa, play Rapidly Rotating Records podcast. Isn't technology wonderful? Also on the May 10th show, I played Annabelle by Gray Gordon and his TikTok Rhythm Orchestra. I don't know if they're all about the same Annabelle or different Annabelles, but here's a whole set of Rapidly Rotating Records about Annabelle.
face as pretty as any little girl in this great big city. You know that's Annabelle. And if you see a girl and she dances better than any other girl, better write me a letter. I'll know that's Annabelle. If she has eyes like you like, blue like you like, and lips more sweet than lips can tell. Now listen, just whisper to her that I'm by monesome. You needn't tell her who made me oh so lonesome. She'll know that's
There are dozens of recordings of Miss Annabel Lee I could have played, but there you have Ben Burney and all the lads in his Hotel Roosevelt Orchestra, September 5, 1927. Miss Annabel Lee was written by Sidney Clare and Lou Pollock, and Harry Richmond manages to squeeze in there on some labels. And keep in mind, if you're ever on Jeopardy and there's an Edgar Allan Poe category... Annabelle Lee is the last complete poem written by Poe in 1849, and the inspiration for Annabelle Lee may have been Poe's wife, Virginia Eliza Clem. Before Ben Burney, it was Ben Selvin and his orchestra as the Harmonians with That's Annabelle, composed by Ted Fiorito. Irving Kaufman sang the Gus Kahn lyrics on Harmony 234, Wax July 30, 1926. And we began our Annabelle set with those syncopating harmonizers from New Orleans, the Boswell Sisters, with Fare Thee Well, Annabelle. Not one of their most prominent recordings. That may be in part because it was recorded in London on July 19, 1935. Fare Thee Well, Annabelle was composed in 1905 by Henriette Blank Belcher with the words by Edward Madden. But that's not this song. This Fare Thee Well, Annabelle was written 30 years later by Mort Dixon and Allie Rubel for the Rudy Valley Collegiate picture Sweet Music, which also featured Every Day, Outside, and There's a Different You in Your Heart. An instrument not well represented in arrangements of popular music in the 20s and 30s is the harp. I've got three records here about harps, but there's not a harp to be heard in the bunch. Spoiler alert, that will change in a harp segment on next week's show. In the meantime, here's Billy Cotton. Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming again. But that never thrills me, the thought of it chills me, I'll tell you it fills me with pain. It makes me remember a Christmas gone by when I was extremely upset. A night in December, an evening that I would very much rather forget. For I took my heart to a party, but nobody asked me to play. The others were jolly and hearty, but I wasn't feeling so gay. They might have said, play us a tune we can sing, but somehow I don't think they noticed the thing. I took my harp to a party, but nobody asked me to play, so I took the dancing away. Somebody else did a dance They let Mrs. Carter perform a sonata But I wasn't given a chance A North Country person called Sandy McPherson Played bagpipes and took off his coat While both of his faucets burst out of their corsets In trying to take a top note 
they sang home sweet home on the banks of Loch Lomond and all the king's horses and trees. While nephews and nieces kept playing their pieces and spreading their jam on the keys. A daughter called Lena played her concertina. We all played ridiculous games. Till old Mr. Dyer set his whiskers on fire and the fire engine played on the flames. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah
the Victor Talking Machine Company sent a field recording unit to Houston, Texas in March of 1925, and one of the bands they recorded was Lloyd Finley and his orchestra. The group made seven sides over three days, six of which were issued, and we just heard one of them, Jews Harp Blues, written by Lloyd Finley. It took a few tries on March 19th, but Take 5 was issued on Victor 19644. The Victor ledgers note that the title of Jews Harp Blues was subject to change. Whether or not this had to do with any perception of derogation is not known, but in any case, the title stayed. According to the website JewsHarpGuild.org, there are over a thousand names from all over the world for the small lamellophone musical instrument, known here as the Jews Harp, consisting of a flexible metal or bamboo tongue, or reed, attached to a frame which is held against the teeth or lips and plucked with fingers. The earliest known written citation in English of Jews Harp is in 1595, but there's no indication that the name was in any way connected with Judaism or the Jewish people, and probably came from some other word. JewsHarpGuild.org objects to the politically correct nomenclature such as jaw harp or mouth harp, saying the best way to combat the name Jews Harp as a slur is not to try to change the language, but to improve the image of the instrument. Before Lloyd Finley, it was Brothers Wright and Williams with I'll Play My Harp in Beulah Land. Brothers Wright and Williams made six sides for OK on December 9, 1930, none of which was issued, and just exactly who Wright and Williams were is unknown. It's possible they were members of the Reverend J.M. Gates congregation at Atlanta's Mount Calvary Baptist Church, but they also could have been Fiddler Eddie Anthony, better known as Macon Ed, and his partner, Tampa Joe. Regardless, they were assisted on that recording by sisters Jordan and Norma. We started off that harp set with Billy Cotton and his band with Harry Fay vocalizing on I Took My Harp to a Party, recorded in London on October 22, 1933. Noel Gay and Desmond Carter wrote it, but in the late 40s, Larry Vincent recorded a version changed to the slightly risque I Took My Organ to the Party. Stood about that high. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶